Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. How's it going, everybody? This is the Nintendo Creation Podcast, episode 
64, everybody. Oh. Get in or get, get out. In, get out. Uh, my name is Craig Harris. I'm your host, as well as the executive editor of the Nintendo channel at IGN. Uh, this week, filling the chairs, we got Scott Bromley. What's up, America? We got Sam Claiborne. Hello, France. And joining us this week is the Nintendo hater. Oh, God, <laughs> we're going to start it there. <laughs> Greg Miller. Oh, Australia. How's How am I a hater? Craig well, Harris? the last time I had you on the podcast, the kids kind of got all upset. Yeah, well, I call it like I see it, but I have nothing against Nintendo. I no, bought my Wii knowing what it was going to be, and it is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Well, let's not I'm go very there. excited let's to play to... No More Heroes 2. Uh, yes. Have you that played? was it. No, it's I have not. You have not played it. No, I'm very it's poor. Very, very good. Okay. You should borrow my copy when okay. we get out yeah, this if, thing. Yeah. Uh, I do want to apologize ahead of time. I am not feeling 100% today, so if I get a little loopy or not make any sense, well, it's like any other day. But uh, uh, yeah, it's the reason why today is because I'm, I'm a little uh, under the weather. Uh, okay. Last week, we didn't have a podcast. Why was that? Because you were super sick. No, we weren't. <laughs> we were doing the IGN uh, for oh, Haiti. Uh, yes. Uh, pledge drive. Yeah, we were doing that on Wednesday when we record on Mondays. So well, they told me. Oh, it was, no, no, no. Hey, hang on a second. They told me that to not record a podcast on Monday because we were going to do the podcasts on Wednesday. Huh? However, that, for some reason, Nintendo Voice Chat did not show up. Oh, on the I was about to say there was yeah, that classic that? Nintendo Voice Chat that yeah. happened during the Haiti event. <laughs> I was. Did, I, did we I, get bumped because of green pixels? I don't. <laughs> well, I think the idea was they wanted to have Matt and Boson do their own thing down in LA, and that just turned into a little shout out at. Like the first five minutes. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. whatever. So um, I was on the first part of the the Haiti pledge drive, which was a lot of fun, by the way. I mean, that, the was a, yeah. that was a yeah. that was a that was a really cool live show. We should do more of those. But Agreed. The but, videos, it but we should we should do it in a studio that has air conditioning because yeah. it was about 120 degrees. You know, I I didn't get to appear on TV, but I got to comment the whole time, and <laughs> I, which is nearly as good. Scene. I kept asking where uh, Matt and Bose were. Did you? Did and anyone we ever never answer? got them? No. I think they were in LA. Yeah. That was the Everybody wants them in there their podcast. Go. I don't really want them. No, in I don't want them podcast. anywhere near. Well, if they were here, I had to play SoCom PSP with Boson in today. And Is he terrible? No, he was actually really good. Uh -huh. me, and, me and him were owning Sony developers. It was crazy. <laughs> really? Yeah, but they where? said they were taking it easy on us, which I believe. Is it? Is it a good game? Oh yeah, PSP, yeah. SoCom Fire Team, Bravo Three. Nice. Yeah, look for the there's a review good game on, on PSP. Tuesday tomorrow. Are there motion controls? First off, there's a lot of good games on the PSP. <laughs> no, there's no, not. Oh, don't do this. Oh, look at don't this. Fall oh. in, don't fall in your little rabbit hole. My rabbit <laughs> yeah. hole. P two, go on, PSP let's go, let's in 2009 it. was an excellent year. For the, what? PSP. What? PSP in 2009 was. <laughs> yeah, what? Year. What was great? Patapon Two. That's it. Resistance <laughs> Retribution. Final Fantasy to City. Oh, I don't. I'm Bromley. I don't like it, so it sucks. And and you got a <laughs> and you got a DS port of uh, of Chinatown, Chinatown, Wars. Chinatown Wars. Yeah, yeah, much yeah. better on very those good. minis yeah, are no, bad. Much better on PSP. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some of them are pretty good. Blast off, a very good one. Yeah, yeah. For being a boring game. What? You, what? You, you haven't even played Blast Off. I you're just you're just sitting here <laughs> having you have your See, side he's, Bromley's the real hater. Yeah, crack a Coke Zero. I'm gonna crack a Coke Zero while you guys have a little side conversation going. Yeah, well we turned the Nintendo one into a PSP. <laughs> oh, what is I think I I'm You're just like I'm everybody else out there. You don't care about the PSP, so it sucks and I look I have a PSP. Uh-huh. It's stuck at firmware one. Here we go. I was gonna say, here we go. Yeah, firmware complaints. Yeah, well, I want I wanna play uh I wanna play uh, ROMs. Well, oh, we're not gonna talk about ROMs. You're part of the broken system. What? Yes. You're part of the broken system. Part of the broken system? Well, yep. I play your Nintendo ROMs. Because I'm on the Nintendo yeah, voice so chat. Yeah, so you're part of why. Craigway! That was a terrible Craigway. Actually, uh, we can lead into a Craigway. This week, last week, I wrote a little feature on uh, Ready to Rush. 
Now, Rush. do you remember the the game San Francisco Rush? Yeah, you've been Rush. talking about it for a month. Oh my god! Well, it's been playing on my desk because I was <laughs> I was doing research for yeah. this this article. Yep. Um, I love good. I love San Francisco Rush and I love it San Francisco like really Rush 2049, and I really hope that they bring it back at least on the virtual console. Uh, but you know, leading into that. Um, we're going to dedicate this entire podcast to talking about Nintendo 64 because it is ah. the 64th episode of Nintendo Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I, I pulled you guys in here because I'm pretty sure you guys gamed and loved gaming on the Nintendo 64. I did. I liked yeah, reading about it on IGN back then, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, it's a big I, part of my... Uh, Nintendo 64 history is what's, reading about it on IGN. What's interesting, I should actually uh, give you guys a little history lesson. I've been at I've been at IGN for 13 and a half years. 13? No, it might be coming up to 13. You're Wait, is this a, you're seven. Old, you're older than Jack DeVry. Yes, I am. Is this <laughs> a history lesson? Oh, that's terrible. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh. No, so I started in April 97. Uh-huh. Now, when I got hired, I, was, I got hired over the phone after a... Um, because uh, the internet didn't exist back then. The internet did exist. <laughs> I was reading the internet. That's how I. That's how I found out about the job was the internet. So I was reading Nintendo uh, um, IGN sixty four. Actually, it was called n sixty four dot com then because it had the URL n sixty four. But I didn't read that. I actually read the uh, Next Generation <laughs> online, and that's where they posted the uh, you know uh, help wanted. We need editors. And I was doing freelance at the time, so I sent him a resume, mm. and I got a phone call saying, "Hey, really interested in your stuff. Uh, Want to interview you?" Um, so I, they interviewed me. Chris Charla, who's now over at Backbone Entertainment, uh-huh. he interviewed me because he was in charge of the IGN channels at the time, and he asked me, "What system uh, am I most interested in?" I said, "Well, I own all the systems." Now this is kind of going Whoa. into you know how like you have these these fantasies Richie, of the, if Rich. you changed. If there, the there's Coast, one thing Craig you went you went back in time and you changed one thing about your life and you want to see how that would play out in the rest of your life. Yeah. This is the one thing I wish I could change just to see oh, wow. how it would play out. Okay. I told to him you wish you had a save file right before this <laughs> exactly. conversation. Yeah, right, my favorite system was Saturn. So yeah. <laughs> you you laugh. This is that's exactly how the conversation went. It's like, so what system what systems are you playing right now? I said, well, I own all of them, but I'm playing the Saturn the most right now because like I was playing Panzer Dragoon, I was playing Knights. I was playing, you know, all these games that are coming out. That, you know, I, I said, you know, I play them all, but I play the Saturn the most. When I came out to oh, San Francisco, no. that's yeah. where they put me. They put me on the Saturn World Channel, yeah. and they put Casa Messina on N64.com. Hmm. So <laughs> I have a feeling if I said, yes, I'm really into the N64, they would have put me there. And it would be interesting to see where it played out because, you know, I was only on Saturn World for six months. They closed it. I had to go on Ultra Game Players. They closed that. I went on the PC side of IGN. Oh, I, I hated it. This. You killed PC gaming. I was killed. You, you, yeah. were, you <laughs> were the Grim Reaper. Anywhere they sent you, that was the end of it. <laughs> but you, but you landed it. back at Nintendo doing Game Boy pretty soon, right? After uh, after being hired. Yeah, so I was pretty much doing the whole, um, what's the office space, that uh, the, the guy with the glasses? The Milton. Milton, yeah. So I was doing the Milton thing. They kept moving me over all over the place to find help me find my niche where... Uh, and eventually, I you know helped start the Pocket Channel because mm-hmm. I really like gaming oh, that's on right. the. Pocket, I, mm-hmm. I really like playing the the handhelds like the you know, Geo Pocket Color was out, uh, the Game Boy Color was out, and Game. Pokemon Dark was Com. really popular. So the Wonder Swan. Pepper put me um, on in charge of all the handheld stuff while I was doing uh, PlayStation. I was on the PlayStation. Did yeah, you know yeah. that? Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm familiar with Craig here. Before we get too far away, we need to talk about when IGN co- or whatever they were called you back to talk after they'd interview you, or maybe even before, and they got your dad. Yes, your dad's <laughs> oh, a okay. part of your <laughs> yeah. story coming Whoa. to IGN. <laughs> well, I didn't. That wasn't really part of the. I know, I know, but All it's right. always a great footnote. All to right, toss the, in foot, there. the footnote is 
that when they called for an interview, uh, I was not home because I was doing freelance and I was up in New York. Um, but I had talked to my dad ahead of time. I was like, you know, I really want to get this job at San Francisco. And so I talked him up about that. And so when they called, my dad answered. And he's, he's like, oh, is this the uh, the outfit in San Francisco? He's, oh, he's really loving that thing, blah, blah, blah. And he, my dad has such a really outgoing personality. And apparently Chris Charla um, was so, taken so aback by, by my dad's conversation that that's the reason why he, I kept in memory. <laughs> and that's why I got hired because of my dad. So oh, I thought awesome. you were going to say, and oh, then wow. they hired my dad <laughs> for six months. No, no, no. So I, 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 I always tell the story that you know I have my dad to thank for my path, my career path at IGN. You have your dad to uh, thank for a lot of things. Yeah, of course. Life, life. Yeah. Your DNA. <laughs> Buying me an Atari twenty six hundred yeah. in nineteen eighty. Yes. Nice. Um, but uh, where was I going? Yeah. So I were talking what? about N sixty four. Yeah. So so I started. A, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, so I, I know, I know, yeah, I know. So I started the pocket thing and then kind of moved on to doing the. Game Boy, then Nintendo DS, and now I'm in charge of all Nintendo. Thank you very much. Well, did you ever do a, a Nintendo 64 game review? Uh, yeah, I, Mischief Makers. I'm sure I did a bunch, but I just don't remember because it was it's usually the ones that either don't have my name attached to it, so I just forgot. I think Wayne Gretzky Hockey mm. or, or Nanago Olympic Hockey, which was just a port of Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky Hockey. Uh, I think I did the review for that, but back in the day, we didn't get uh, bylines. Mm-hmm. So, what about like the Pokemon ones? Because you were doing pocket Gotta stuff, so I thought maybe you'd be doing like, did you do Stadium or? You know, I can't. Snap, I honestly remember. can't remember. I've done snap. more than a thousand reviews, and they're they just all kind of mishmash. Yep. So. Yep. But understandable. Uh, but yeah, so that was kind of my little history lesson on uh, on my little anecdote. School. On, on <laughs> 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 so, uh, what's your background, Sam, on uh, Nintendo sixty four? Wow, I, 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 you know, I'd stopped playing video games for a little while yeah. to uh, pursue uh, love interests, and I thought those two were conflicting. And then now I realize that you can have a girlfriend that doesn't care how much you game. And does she game with you? No, really? She'll, she'll play she's Animal cool. Crossing. I hung out with her. You Thanks. Know, yeah, <laughs> she's pretty cool. She doesn't. The game. time you were out of town, we hung out. For yeah. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she said she Drink ran into you in the parking lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is so a true, true story. It is totally a true story. No, she'll play the video games. The but that, video. And sadly, or happily, that was actually the girl I started dating back then, Aww. back in the 64 days. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it, you know, I, I got a 64, and I, and I completely skipped the PlayStation 1 because of it. Yeah. I became such a, a Nintendo fanboy getting back into games right after the 64 came out because of Ocarina and Banjo-Kazooie and Mario 64. Um, but yeah, that time be- became the time in which I started obsessively reading about games and wanting to write about games because of the 64 and because of IGN 64. Nice. And neat. you were two years old. When I was <laughs> I was a baby. <laughs> no, no. I was, uh, wouldn't it, it came out in 96? 97? Yeah, 96. 96, yeah. I was I was 16 years old. Wow, I was in high you. school. Look at me. Tooling around in your car. Tooling around in my 1986 Thunderbird on the streets of Sonoma. <laughs> Watch out, ladies. This car's got a digital speedometer. <laughs> we're, we're the same age then. Uh, yeah. And um, I had an 88 Mustang that year. Did you? Yeah, yeah I had an 86 Thunderbird. <laughs> it, it was two-tone. It really... Uh, I had an Oldsmobile Cutlass Brome, 1980. That was my first car. This is 97? Cool. No, it's, yeah, back in the, back in the day. Tone. I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I... Um, Nintendo 64 was actually the first console I purchased with my own Ooh, money. Nice. Always nice. a big day. Always a big thing. And I had to... No, actually, take that back. The Game Boy was the first one. But this was the first, first one. console. And it was first reasonably I, priced. But yeah, the first one I plugged into a television set. Huh. Um, through RF or through AV? Through AV. Wow. Because my parents were loaded. <laughs> um... <laughs> So uh, I, I saved up my money. I missed the launch, and I remember going to Toys R Us and 
seen the demo kiosks of of Mario 64 yeah. and my head exploded. I said, yeah. "Oh, what? He could walk around. This yeah. is this is Those amazing." Kiosks were were pretty ubiquitous too. Yeah, it was they, the one the one in my local Toys R Us had uh, I think like a bank of 12. Wow. They had 12 64. This is up in, and, San, this is up in San Francisco. This is in this is in Southern, Santa Rosa, California. Uh, in Santa Rosa, California, they had 12 TVs, and then they had two off to the side that had uh, a PlayStation. They're like, <laughs> here, you can play with those, but this Look is what you really want. Head football player. Exactly. So <laughs> I missed the launch. I, I saved my money. My my friend Chris had uh, had it before everyone else did. He imported uh, pilot wings that you had to crack the back off of to shove it into sure, the system. Yeah. Um, and then he had Mario. He had Mario 64. And he's like, "I'll sell you Mario 64 for 25 bucks." I didn't have the I didn't have the system at the time, but I had the cartridge to look at for four <laughs> months. I look. Oh God! I looked at that cartridge. I was like, "Oh, I just got to save up a couple more bucks." Wow. And then I bought it, and I bought that. I bought Wave Race, and uh, I went home, and my life changed for the better. For the better, yeah. And, yeah, uh, and you probably started your puppetry in that uh, <laughs> Mario 64. Yeah, I, I actually did. I would, I would, pl- I would the... play with, I would play with the the screen on Mario 64 forever. Be like, oh look, his nose <laughs> looks like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, 17. So mature, Scott. Revolutionary. Yeah. yeah, revolutionary. Thanks, Miyamoto. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Greg? Uh, my 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 Nintendo 64 story is a tale of woe. Oh. Uh, I had just come out of a long term relationship with a little company called Sega, mm. and uh, I had made the very terrible decision the Christmas before I got my 64 of I asked for a, a system, and I was like, "This is it! I'm finally making the jump to Nintendo." I've been a Sega fanboy my entire life. I'm not going with Sega Saturn. I'm going to go with the N64. Mm-hmm. And I wrote N64 on my Christmas list. My mom came to me. She's like, I, I saw you put N64 in there. I thought you always were a Sega kid. I'm like, yes, I've been waffling for a while. But I think I'm finally <laughs> going to make the decision. She understood she, the console wars and she, back Oh, then. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because I, I was a vehement Sega. Like, Sega fanboy. You, if yeah, you were yeah. a Sega kid, you had a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. Because yeah. you got pooped yeah. on well, everywhere point. you went. <laughs> yeah. Nobody owned a Master System when you had a Master nope. System. So yeah. you had to try to explain to people what a Master System did you, was. Did you do the 32X and the Sega? CD and I didn't. I didn't do either of those. I stuck. I just went. Ooh, I, I stuck did. with Genesis. I didn't want to. Like, they lost was, me then. Exactly. See, that's what. Since I didn't do that, You're lucky I, you skipped a Saturn. I man. had friends who had other stuff. So yeah. no, I didn't skip a Saturn. Oh, you didn't. Oh, no, okay. my mom talked me out of the N64. Said you've oh. always been with it. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're right, mom. Give me a Sega set. It was a horrible decision. Oh. <laughs> what a terrible oh. platform. <laughs> so a year later, I guess it was. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I was a kid. I was doing. All sorts of pixie sticks left and right. I have no idea what was happening. Time moved in slow motion back then. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I finally got it around to asking for the N64. Got it for Christmas. But they had hidden it. Like, it was the one present I wanted, yeah. you know? And I went through all the gifts and didn't get it. I was all, like, crestfallen. I thought I was going to get it at my aunt's later that day. But sure enough, it was down by the hall tree, tucked away. Mm. Nice. Christmas and then you were in that famous video on the internet. Um. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, the kid yeah. opening story. They, they had a, they, yeah, they had a, what is it, a web redemption on Tosh.0 with that kid. That was oh, really? pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Find it on the web. It's pretty funny. Did, and did you get the? Did you guys get the console with the game? Oh yeah, I got the. Oh, co- I got the, the Sam's Club like giant. Okay, so you got uh, bubble black. Yeah. What'd you get with it? Came with I, controller I, I, 64. You just had Mario already. So I had Mario had already, console. and then I bought Wave Race yeah. and another controller because I was having a party at my house that night. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. So when I was fi- finding out about the N64, I was reading everything about it. You know, on the magazines, Next Generation, yeah. EGM, whatever. And the cool thing about the Nintendo 64 was like the first system that had all these multicolored car- uh, oh, controllers. Yeah. Oh, oh, I had a blue one. So, that was my baby. So man. I was under the like impression. Blackie, old Blackie. 
<laughs> I was yeah. under the impression that when you plugged the controller in, it would recognize what color it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was already, I already set myself up for a fall on that one. Because yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you play Wayne Gretzky hockey or whatever, and you plug in your controllers, and you're like, I got the green controller. You plug it in, and it's like it doesn't come up a color. Yeah, 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 that yeah. would have been a great idea, wouldn't it? But I don't know, because if Nintendo announced that idea now with their like colored Wiimotes, we'd be all like, that is so stupid. <laughs> and so Nintendo, dumb. who cares? <laughs> so you see the track. Yeah, but how would I how would I track my invi- my see through controller that I had? Well, they oh, would be yeah, it would be. Like I, had a a I had a see through. I had a see through. They had it, man. I had a yeah. that one. I had a see through purple. I had a see through green. Didn't come out originally, I had a gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yet the rumble packs didn't come in any other but colors. Day yeah. one, day one, those controllers were available. This is like the first time that uh, yeah. like any like Nintendo. They always went for the whole multicolor thing later in life. Yeah. But, they, but day one, they had all. And these the controllers. system was was black to begin with, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a, some girly purple or no, anything. No, but then like they, that. you know, they had. I have, I have a uh, green one that I guess came with um, Donkey Kong sixty four. Yeah, you know? yeah, the clear green one. I haven't thought about this stuff. Forever. What about the what about Those the Pikachu? Such great days. <laughs> what about yeah, the Pikachu one? I was going to bring we, that up. You turn Man, it on I saw and it that lights at the up. Once it was so cool and it was so cheap and I should have got it. Yeah, I remember that this was right after, like I said, the Sega Saturn debacle and this is the whole Origin of Floridora thing. I had bought a terrible <laughs> Mad Cat's RAM yes. cartridge for yep. my Sega Saturn that only worked three out of four times. It was terrible. Oh my. My mad car- my mad cat's cartridge for the N sixty four. I think it was Mad Cat's. It was awesome. See, this it was my whole thing. Is that it I wouldn't the- buy anything third party. It yeah. was, I was the- like I'm buying a Nintendo. I've yeah. been- I just got screwed on the Sega Saturn. It was the garbage. it was the memory I'm pack a little Nintendo game. Yeah, it was a memory yeah. pack yeah. Rumble Pack combo. Yeah, but, oh, really? but it was like yeah. that? oh, it was oh, amazing. Yeah. Wait, yeah. yeah, those things were crap though because you would like, you go to your game ass. and you're like load a game. It's like it's vanished. It's gone. No way, man. No way. I plugged mine in. All my all my wrestlers. When would you all my wrestlers? If the battery gave out and no it was just it's just one of those things it's you know they have the you know third party memory cards were just no, uh, notoriously they, they basically just something would happen well, yes. no matter oh, okay. what something huh. horrible was going yes. to happen oh, I didn't know I you could only lose your that's why I, I was think like the, I, I think to do it. the something horrible that happened to mine was it actually works yeah. it still <laughs> works to this day because all of my wrestlers that I huh. that I made yeah, in all my WWF yeah, yeah. are still there that's all, incredible all my, everything's still there it's the best memory Yeah, card but ever. I'm with Greg on that one. Never buy anything third party. When I was done. To, like, that was memory. it. I was burned. I was like, never again. <coughs> I bought, if, to this day, I still like bought, shall out the money for the Sony, or the, I guess not anymore, but for PlayStation 2 memory cards, I would have yeah. bought Sony ones and stuff like that. Uh. You didn't want the Laura Croft one that no, you could I plug didn't, in? I didn't want, oh. I didn't want to ch- <laughs> check anything. That one was amazing. Did anyone remember the Dex Drive? That was the thing that you plugged that you could actually save your save files onto the computer. Oh, yeah, that was a big deal because yeah, yeah, people yeah. started putting them on others. That's how you yeah. share your save. Yeah, that was, that was, they had a PlayStation 1 and an N64 mm-hmm. one, and you would actually, this was before USB, and they would plug through a parallel port. I remember that. And then you would just download it and you save the file, and that's how, I think we did a lot of um, save files on IGN that way. Yeah, yeah I remember those. Did, uh, we, you, you know, Steven has those. Like, he knows where they are they somewhere. They won't work anymore. Facts. They don't make the software <laughs> I know, for but them. it's just, like, so weird that those are still... On, in, in, in our circulation back, yeah, back in somewhere, <laughs> somewhere yeah, in IGN somewhere. but in terms of games like what, was, what were your favorite games I mean either launch title or like leading up to the you know the, the latest in the generation what were some of the games you played on the N64 uh, for me, I yeah. mean, like, w- this is, like, you, you know, you'd go into college and stuff, and you'd meet a girl, and you'd go on a date, and you'd, she'd ask me about my history, and I'd be like, oh, I didn't really date anybody before this. She's like, why not? And I'm like, oh, we had an N64. Because <laughs> I, mean, I had a group of friends who every Friday, and Saturday, we'd, Friday, we'd leave school, go to Michael Bryant's house, and we would play N64 all the day, Friday night, wake up, go to Sir Nick's for pizza, uh-huh. yep. play all Saturday, yep. and we'd play... Four-player like, split screen. Exactly. Yep. In the beginning, it was GoldenEye. How big was yeah. your TV? 
It was a, like <laughs> it was a 20, college dorm. I saw right? mine recently. Yeah, we play school, on. It was wow. like 15 inches or 13 inches. Terrible. It was like the tiniest oh little TV that there's. We would play Goldeneye, and then eventually we got in. When Smash Brothers came out, we went over the bend for Smash Brothers, uh, yeah. and I mean effing crazy. We bought a championship belt and decked <laughs> it out to be the Smash Brothers t- world title. Wow. Had that perfect dark. Then came yeah. out. Then the then when the wrestling games were like when we when they made the jump from. Uh, WCW versus NWO to WWF, which right. was our our yep. our federation of choice. I mean, it was anarchy. I'm not going to take full credit for uh, Smash Brothers coming to the U.S., but I have a feeling. <laughs> but I will. Well, I have a, a feeling. It's a hell of a Craigway. We definitely Craigway. Man, you're going to spike the microphone. I'm going to make a shirt of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love Craigways. No, but, but so when the game came out in Japan, and we imported it, and uh, Pear and I would play it to death, and we were mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. When is this coming out? And like Nintendo's like, oh, we don't think we're going to bring this out. You know, our mascots are fighting and it's yeah, totally yeah. Van- you know violent, and we don't know what we're going to do. And we're just like, you got to bring it out. We we basically posted so many features on this thing that this really happened. You had a meeting with Nintendo. No, about no, we call them up. Oh, you called them up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was one of those things. But still, I'm kind of surprised that you were talking to them about a game that might not come out. Well, it's, it was out in Japan, and yeah. so like they obviously were either considering it or even in the middle of translating it, but just deciding they're yeah. not really sure what to do with it huh. because it's their mascots fighting. It's the whole idea, yeah. right? Remember the Smash Brothers commercial, that first uh, one? The one where they were running through the field, yeah. through the field. Yeah. in like costumes. Yeah, yeah, and they were just yeah. fighting. Yep. Oh, God, what a, the game is fantastic. Amazing. And, uh, the game is still amazing. That was that and I, Goldeneye that you I, could take anywhere yeah. and people would immediately pick up. We, I remember I was in a musical in uh, at, for, in high school, and when you have these giant, like you know, the giant sessions where you're there a whole weekend practicing yeah. or whatever, we brought that and we put it in the mini theater, so it was on a giant oh, screen yeah. or whatever, and sit there and play. Oh, we God. we bought Goldeneye the day it came out just because we were in the store <laughs> and we didn't even think it was going to be a good game. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we we looked at it we're like this is going to be hmm. dumb but my my buddy Ben Carr was like I got I got what, how much were they over like 69 yeah, bucks? Yeah, 99 was like, it was like 69 bucks for a price. Cr- yeah, and he's really? like I got 70 yeah. bucks. It wasn't 59.99, it was 69. No, 69. Well, most uh I know there's a big 59. range. Yeah. yeah. So but, he was like, "I have seventy bucks," <laughs> uh, and and we were at we were at the Best Buy and we bought it and we went back to his house and we put it in. <laughs> Again, mind explosion. Oh, wow. We started playing that that day at I think it was seven o'clock at night, and we all just ended up staying there. It was f- till five in the morning, every single night, every yeah, Friday yeah. night after school, we would go over to Ben Carr's house. <laughs> With the Car Brothers in their room and play until five in the morning. One of my favorite Goldeneye stories is uh, it, we'd already been doing these Friday night marathons or whatever and everything else with my friends, and I was finally like, "Well, I, I need to buy a copy because I suck. I need to practice." You know what I mean? And so I finally convinced my mom to get it for me. The as she picked me up from school after my final final of whatever m- mid semester it was for high school. Right. So I'm completely drained. Like I'm dead from studying all week, but I want to play this game. She gets it for me. We go home. I put it in. I am so tired that I couldn't figure out, a, out how to open doors. <laughs> just, just regular, all you need to do is hit B. And I'm, I come to the first one. I'm walking up to the keypad thing. I'm, I finally had to call a friend after 20 minutes. I called Michael <laughs> Bryan. I'm like, dude, I know this is a dumb question. I've read the instruction manual. How do I open doors? <laughs> I was like, is there a key card I'm missing? He's like, no, hit B. I'm like, what? Did you guys ever get into using the dual analog controls where you could use two controllers? No. No. You, 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 yeah, yeah, you could plug in two controllers, and there's a scheme in which you held two analog sticks from two different controllers, <laughs> and you could play like a dual yeah, yeah. analog. I can get the, into the that controls now. now. If you play them, it's it is impossible. so hard. Yeah. it's impossible to play it now. I, I tried to play Perfect Dark, I think, three mm-hmm. weeks ago, and 
I, yeah, that, that, I, I was like, how, how can I? How did I do this? I, yeah. It was second nature. It, it was second didn't nature. Think about you it. didn't even think about it. Exactly. You're you would just pick up the controller, shooting, you're like back up, <laughs> getting body armor, yeah. getting in these little yeah. holes. And then, and then I played it now, and I say, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm all, th- I'm all thumbs. Because the, the the C buttons, there's four buttons that yeah, actually make you yeah. look right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the look? Yeah, and then I think it's switched actually. I think maybe look is analog, and then that's move. So it's even more different than you'd expect, right? Yeah. Because normally we're used to looking with the right. And yeah. Well, I, I, I seem to remember that I would aim with the analog stick because that's you. That's what you yeah. where you want. You don't want an analog. Yeah, move. exactly. You just want to run. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, in yeah. this one, you want you want to actually uh, uh, you know aim analog. You know, just a little bit when you're sniping somebody, or whatever. So you would have <laughs> you would have the analog. Stick. Nobody's camping. So <laughs> looking at my cue. Evan's no. looking at my screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at the screen. Look at the screen. I always loved like setting up all the all the time all the remote mines. Oh, oh my god! I stopped talking mines. to a guy for the rest of his. I've never talked to him again after playing with him like doing that too much. I, would I was just, like, get out of here. Yeah, I would just. <laughs> I would. I would load up. I would yes. load up that little cubby. With remote mind, I forget what level it was. Yeah, I, I can't was, even. That, but anyway, I was, was one load temple it up. level, which everybody would do that. And and with all these rockets, ramps going rockets. Out. Remember rocket battles in temple? Yeah. Oh my god! The, uh, you always got pissed when the one person had the golden gun. You're like, oh f you! Yeah, yeah. Those remote mines uh, were actually, I think, in Smash Brothers, right? I mean, like you would throw them against the wall, and if uh, because the resolution oh, yeah, yeah. was yeah. so small, so, <laughs> so low, you would never see them once someone yeah. throw them stuck at the wall. They're so really small. They're so fantastic. Speaking of Smash Brothers, though, the we were so into it that we went uncredited. Um, but I did the official strategy guide for Brady. Oh, um, nice! It, I, you know, I can admit it now because what, 10, 15, 10, 10 yeah. 13 years from now. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, there's one goof in that though. Nintendo didn't help out. Um, I said that Jigglypuff's sleep move didn't do anything, and it, it oh, totally is the, the most devastating. It's the most devastating. If you put it there, just you'd be the best Jigglypuff player. <laughs> so, but do I we have, have a copy of that guide? I have library? stacks of these things because when it, when you write the guide, oh, they send you man. a whole box of. You got to bring one in. We love to see. In go. fact, I'll I'll, yeah, I'll anyone one. who wants to write in, you know, uh, I'll pick a couple people one. at random. And, um, oh, that'd be cool. I want an autograph. I want an autograph. So if you you guys interested in getting so your name isn't you didn't sneak it in at all. No, I can't because we it would have been. You could highlight a C in one page, it would have been, an R in another. It would have been a conflict of interest. So <laughs> send an email to nvc at IGN.com if you're interested in getting one of my guides. I think I still have them in stores somewhere. Uh, I'll pick a couple at random, and I'll send them out to you. Um, well, let me pull a Craigway into my big list because this is really interesting about Smash Brothers just alone. We gave it, uh, IGN, back then, what year was it? 97, 98? Uh, it was a later game. Which game? Smash Brothers, Super yes. Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers, I think, is 98, or at least the Japanese 98. one was 98. So we gave it an 8.5, which I thought underrated. was underrated. Pretty wow. low. Under That's friggin pretty rated. low. Yes. But here's what's really funny, is that right after that, Space Station Silicon Valley, uh-huh. 9.6. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, remember these were reviewed probably by totally different people, different well, opinions. and I think, Pear and Matt. I think Smash Brothers was, was reviewed by Matt, not Pear. Well, he, Matt definitely re- reviewed Space Station Silicon okay. Valley. Right, so uh, either Matt was on drugs when he was playing Smash <laughs> Brothers. Oh. All I know is whenever Matt played it, he would play as Pikachu and just Pika spam all the freaking <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember hearing you guys complain about that. Oh, actually, it was before terrible. I ever worked that was a mo- the most unbalanced move in the game, was the The, 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 the lightning from the, yeah, the roof? The, oh, the, oh, that was the best that, move yeah. ever. It's annoying yeah. as hell. Yeah, 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 yeah when you're annoying. not Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pikachu! But yes. here's, an, here's another outrageous score for you guys to, to munch on. Space Station Silicon Valley, I will have to say, is very creative. If you actually play it, and uh, don't even care about I the visuals. I played that game. Don't I, care about I, the I visuals. The heck don't care it. about yeah. visuals. It's very ugly. You're very right. ugly. But it's like they're, they're very creative game design. Yeah, I just remember you grab animals and run them around. Yeah, you in do. very mm-hmm. small environments. So. Yeah. 
Ooh, I thought it was pretty It was a rough. while ago. I can't remember too much about I, we, it. We, da- da- Mark and I downloaded some videos that we were watching. Uh-huh. That it was just it was, Nasty, it was pretty right? sad. Yeah. yeah, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I was telling you guys about Brilliant. this before. Mm-hmm. Game. Great game. 9.9. 9. <laughs> 9. It's a That's brilliant good. game. Seriously. I remember I love it. That's a great game. I, remember I don't think it's better up, than Banjo-Kazooie. I remember going up to what Nintendo. What did Banjo-Kazooie get? Well, hang on a second. Hold on. Craigway. I'll let Suspended you know. Craigway! <laughs> <laughs> well, answer the question. Oh, okay, okay. Banjo Banjo got 9.6. Tui got 9.4. Wow. Wow. Those are good scores. And Robotron 64 not, got a 10. Yeah. <laughs> not as good as... A, I liked Robotron 64. That was a cool game. I forgot about that. I should look that up. But uh, I remember going up to Nintendo when they were debuting uh, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, uh, not really revealing what it was about, because this is when we, we they were saying, we're going to show Conqueror. This is when it was... Uh, this is when Conquer, was 12, it was like, Conqueror's 12 Tales, Tales and it was yeah. just like a really, yeah. really it was happy... It was a bad mascot. It was, it was like a spinoff from oh, Diddy, it, uh, Diddy Kong Racing. We saw videos of it for E3, and we were like, this looks stupid you know and i feel feeling that like rare's like yeah we gotta do something so they in secret did this this totally revamped that made this mo- most mature game possible yeah it's like totally anti-nintendo mature and, as in poop yes mm-hmm. and dropping the s s bomb and you know yeah but uh a bit. this is it too this was like the final shot too yeah this was before it was done yeah, yeah. and so we, we were up we were up at nintendo and and ed uh i'm sorry ken lobb um, the club in Goldeneye, ladies <laughs> yeah. and gentlemen. He was showing it off, and he, they, he first started off with the Great Mighty Pooh, mm-hmm. and everybody. That's, a great, that's like the job of the Hut guy made out yeah. of poop. Everybody oh, was yeah. on the floor laughing. It was amazing. It was like one of the the, the greatest moments of any like press conference. Oh, cool! I remember IGN's coverage of that. People were just raving about yeah. it. I love the game too. I think it's a well put together yeah, platformer, it's cool. and it's not just because people it's really don't that. like, I like that, that Xbox version of it too. I, I never played that. Um, it's good. It just ran its course. It was yeah. on an N sixty four, and it's like you know yeah. it already played out on the N sixty four, and so now it was just a port at that time. So uh, nine point nine though. That's nine. I, I that's I stand by it. Yeah, I mean I think that's a brilliant game. I, there's not much bad about it. It's just a well put together game. Don't forget the one that broke my heart. Is it on there? Superman 64. Oh. Superman 64, oh. the flying couch. Yeah, yeah. Might as well no, get no, it out no. of the system now. 3.4. That's a great, 4. That's a great 4. reason wow. to bring you in this podcast. Yeah. The kryptonite fog. Yep. yep. Oh, yep. You're not even yeah. in Metropolis. People, You're in a virtual reality. People, <laughs> people might not know the background of Greg Miller, but his favorite uh, comic book character of all time is Superman. Um, the Here's what you need to know. Superman 64 <laughs> came out in 1999. Right. Greg this, Way. Uh, Greg Way! <laughs> Superman 64 comes out in 1999. Uh, I had seen a preview for this in Wizard mm-hmm. probably in 1997, like a launch title. Like it, it made it look like a launch title for the 64. And I remember getting this magazine, showing it to my friends, and be like, well, here's, here's the game that's finally going to make me buy a Nintendo system. And sure enough, when I finally bought a Nintendo system, one of the things I was looking forward to was that thing. I checked Titus's website every day for <laughs> updates. I wanted anything they could give me on it. And I'll never forget going. Pre- I had the game pre-ordered. I went and bought it. I was so excited. I climbed back in the car. And as I'm climbing back in the car, I pull my foot up from the pavement of the hot parking lot. Uh-huh. And there's a piece of gum tethering me to the ground. <laughs> almost as if even the parking lot itself was saying, No! no, no you can still return this! <laughs> And I got home, and everybody, everybody who ever plays Superman 64 who's a fan does the same thing. Got home, started playing it, and you're just rationalizing the whole time. <laughs> well, this isn't that bad. It's okay, I'm flying through rings. Oh, I'm not precisely flying at all. This is taking some time. This is annoying. Well, it's a virtual metropolis. Yeah. But he didn't even have, like, an S on his chest, did he? It was, like, it was one of those things that they just... 
They had to cut corners wherever they yeah, could, the and game was couldn't even put the logo yeah, on the game. Looked good, nothing. But it had a four-player split screen too. Oh my god, broken as hell, <laughs> and that's why it was fun to play it. <laughs> I played more multiplayer than I did anything because we would be like, well, "Let's play something." Put in Superman 64 because what it was was it wasn't even that you were doing anything. Anything related to Superman, you were in little mini spaceships as Lois Lane or Lex Luthor and Superman or whatever, and all you did was <laughs> you were flying around, and it was, I think, if memory serves, it wasn't even deathmatch, I think it was like tag, so right. you didn't find yeah, yeah. Who, it, who was ever lit up, <laughs> and all the levels were so generic and so bland, and not only that, if you hit someone on top of their head, mm-hmm. flying close to the ground, they would fall through the world and be stuck, <laughs> and there was nothing you could do. But the it sounds like you can make a better game out of that. The, what, what the game, be, what the game be, <laughs> became for us and my friends was, I would, I would get tagged so everybody would be looking for me, and I would just run off, and then I would fly to a corner <laughs> and just sit in the corner so that my screen was all one texture. <laughs> People like, where is he? They're flying on these cavernous environments just looking for one ship. <laughs> Basically like a chameleon trying to hide in plain sight. So you pretty much got your investment out of this game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I played man. a lot of Super Seas 4. So, wow. so what, what do we rate that? That at? 3 4. 3 4. Yeah, yeah. Is that too high? That's pretty low. Yeah, it was too high. <laughs> it was worse than bad. Well, we gave Mega Man 64, a, a, which is a playable but terrible game, a 4.5. Yeah. So. Playable but terrible. <laughs> that was the same with that Castlevania follow up, not 64, but that, that one they released after that. I know we scored that really poorly, but I don't have that down here. And there was a giant that was a neighborhood cool barbecue the day that came came out, and I blew it off. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it off to go play, play Super Man That's like my friend who got, who got my friend the. Sully, who got uh, Mission Impossible based off of Goldeneye, oh, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. bought Mission Impossible. Oh. He's like, "This is gonna be great. Nope. It's gonna be just like it." Nope. <laughs> we we went to we went to uh, his mom worked at a winery, and we went to the winery and shrink wrapped the game again and returned it back to nice. Best Buy. Nice. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I got stories about that because I worked at uh, retail. Now, nah. who, who would return games? Shrink wrap. Some of them went With so far as them. not just that, but also like they used Pooping a seal a meal. You know, oh instead, really? Yeah, instead of like oh, actual nice. shrink wrap, I was like, let's just go to my you know the fresh saver thing on my and mom's th- counter and yeah, just yeah. like <laughs> stick the game in there and vacuum seal it as if we wouldn't even know. This is an interesting <laughs> package. Wow. Well, then they would have to give it to their mom, so then you'd have to be arguing with a mom, which is even worse. No, no, they would yeah. never tell their mom they did this. Okay. No, totally. This is them doing it on their own. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, th- I mean, I was out of retail by the time uh, the N64 was you know halfway through its life. And- and the other thing, coming to the 64 from being a Sega fanboy, Sega always had such great cases for their game. You yeah. know what mm-hmm. I mean? And Nintendo just had this cardboard box. Then all the other Nintendo kids I knew, they just threw them away and they had cartridges loose. Yeah. For yeah. the longest time, I would keep the box and keep the game in the box. So yeah, every time how, I took it off yeah, my shelf. The box just deteriorates. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The box becomes the but it's so great garbage. to still have them because nobody has those 64 boxes. Yeah, just well, like NES. The same thing with the game. You know, I was reviewing so many Game Boy Color games and like to store them, I, so oh, yeah, I just keep them. I'll keep the manual and throw the cartridge in a bin yeah. and then Pear found out like a year later after doing this like why aren't you keeping the bus I'm like where am I going to put this stuff it's like oh you don't the collectible you know and I'm like well, I don't care yeah. so but nowadays yeah you want where's the, the GBA box. bin now I want to play with it it's a big tray it. it's a big tray of uh, games do we, we have it still oh, oh yeah, yeah it's like 400 games awesome do we have Ninja 5.0 in there uh, absolutely well, good good luck I've never, I've never played, played it. it have fun yeah. But that's not an N64 game, and this is a no, podcast right. all about Nintendo 64. You know what game I like? Jet Force Gemini. That was a good game. That, that was, was a, that under. That was under. Or, that was underrated. Don't know that about it. It, like it was rated pretty well. I wish eight point one. I wish Pear was in this podcast because he and Casimir uh, double teamed on the strategy guide. Oh, and cool! Pear pretty much wrote the entire thing. That, there's, that was there, a, you know, that had serious collectible <laughs> fever. You know, it was yeah. just stricken by that craze of. 
just putting collectibles just, all over the place. I just hated the game, then. the cart, the, the the character design in that game was. Just yeah, not the good. dog was cool. Really? Yeah, and the little robot I that love, floats around. I love the character design yeah. in that game. Yeah, there's there's some interesting multiplayer because there was like a head to head multiplayer, which I thought was really good at the time. But they also had a co op multiplayer where you just play one person to be the robot. Uh-huh. It was like a girlfriend mode. I know that's kind of a <laughs> offensive term. But yeah, my, my girlfriend actually liked it. She would sit there and just like zap stuff with the robot. It uh-huh. would just float around. You, they, you couldn't position it or anything. It would just be over the shoulder. You could just shoot people. That's kind of like a precursor to Mario, Mario Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. Um, my favorite rare game, uh, Craig Way, check that out. Craig Way! Was uh, Blast Corp. You remember that one? Craigway. <laughs> no one remembers Blast, Blast Corp. I remember Blast Corp. I remember looking at the box at my local blockbuster. The box. I remember wow. Winback. <laughs> Winback was great. I know. I know. It was I, so I, I'm good. writing these down. I was so scared watching it because I was like, is this going to be? Is it going to be? Because I was a big Metal Gear fan. I was like, yeah. is this going to be? No, it was really NC4's good. Metal Gear, I don't know. Yeah. So that was a, uh, a stealth action game? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Huh. I seem to remember. You hit behind boxes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you hit behind boxes, and then you could target people while you were hiding behind. It had a nice little control scheme yeah, there. Yeah. Um, thought it was a really good game. I bet that control screen scheme isn't nice anymore. No, no, no. But <laughs> back in the not. day when they were still balancing stuff out, um, a game that I I tended to play a lot was Wingrisky Hockey. I brought that up earlier mm-hmm, in the podcast. Right. But it's because it, like I love NBA Jam. You know, I love that kind of style of sure. game. Which is I don't care about you know simulating the sport. I just like you know taking the action parts and just making a game yeah, out yeah. of it. And they did a really good job there, except for the fact that they put. Um, rubber band AI into the game so like if you have someone's in the lead the, pretty much the goalie will just come right out of the crease and you can just score <laughs> you can just score the, um, but the problem was Midway you know was on that you know recycle the game year after year after annualizing I think Activision yeah. called it they put no effort into like the next one or the week, the one after that and then plus the fact that the Nintendo's cartridge media was so small yeah. it was originally as an arcade game so like mm-hmm. they, you know there was a lot of like play by play going on and uh, the the N64 cartridge could only have like one or two phrases for the play-by-play and the one they kept in just kept playing over and over again Robin Hood and his merry men are up to it again every time you stole the puck (laughs) I still remember that to this day it's exactly the same so that was one of Nintendo 64's big weaknesses then was the audio then oh um, uh, was it Mortal Kombat Trilogy yeah that that was a I mean everybody likes that game a lot it was a a good port the sound was just so bad yeah yeah. And uh, I couldn't. I don't think it had all the characters. Like I mean, they couldn't have all the characters. The PlayStation version, which was came out at the same time, had all the characters, but it had load times. So that if you played the, as okay. Shang Tsung and you morphed into that character, because I've always heard the trilogy for sixty four is like the definitive version, but I don't know much about it. it I, is, I was so over Mortal Kombat. By oh, I, I actually I have a soft spot for the for the, the side scrolling digitized characters of Mortal oh, yeah. Kombat trilogy. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the uh, uh, the best. 2D side-scrolling uh, fighting game out there, but it's certainly really... I just because yeah, you're like a Pit Fighter fan or something. I like yeah. Pit Fighter. I, we're both Pit Fighter yeah. fans. <laughs> it's rough. But going back to the sound, like, the the N64 version of Tony Hawk uh-huh. looked better than the PlayStation oh, 1, yeah, but I I went with the PlayStation 1 simply because... It had the it music. Had, it had the music. It had yeah. the punk rock. Yeah. It had the punk rock. The, the N64 one was just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all that mini crap. Yeah. Ugh. It was terrible. You know what an N64 game not enough people give credit for? Because now the franchise has been beaten to death and everybody hates it. Mario the, Party. Yeah. Mario Party. The first yeah. Mario Party. The first Mario Party. One through three are all well, that pretty, was the, pretty basic. That's the one where they had to send out gloves because yep. they... I, <laughs> and I am the reason, Craig Really? <laughs> I played Mario Party so bad, Wait, so much. It, there was a mini game in there where I believe it was... You were cranking up yeah. a balloon, right? right. Or you were pu- the, anyways, what you did is you spun the joystick. Oh yeah, around. you do with the palm. I, I totally yeah. remember that. I, yeah. I, I, did, I played this one so much weekend, and it was the most one of the most disgusting moments of my life. <laughs> I legitimately cut out oh. a circle oh. in my hand oh, I... that was the joystick. And I'll never forget because it hurt. 
be like, whatever, I'm playing, blah, blah. And, like, hours later, I looked up, and literally the skin was hanging oh, off in the perfect center circle of it. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. Wow. I know the result of that was always on the 64, they had little notches, you know, so you could feel it go. Well, that would always kind of grind down over the years. You get the dust in white dust. Yeah, the white dust from the plastic getting destroyed. I got that. Then it gets mixed in your wounds. Yeah. We got that from our uh, WCW versus NWO all-nighters. God, that game was great. One of the games that I was really excited to see for the first time when I first moved out here... Uh, you know, because they, you know, they would have demos just like they do now. Uh, they no. come to our, yeah, oh yeah, I don't believe they it. come to our come to our office and uh, and show us the games that are coming out. What uh, Star Fox sixty four? I was a huge, and you know, I'm a huge Star Fox yeah. fan on the on the Super Nintendo. A pro, not just yeah, well, yeah, that was the story last you know last <laughs> podcast. But no, this one, uh, I just I just like the characters. I like the music. I love the music in, in the original Super Nintendo version. Oh yeah, so great. I'm like I can't <laughs> wait to see what that, can't wait to see what they do. And they brought by the dip, the, dip it, dip, the Rumble Pack. And then they played the game, and I'm like, oh, it's totally that, that same. It's smoother, smoother, but then they start doing voices. Do a barrel roll. I don't mind those voices. They, they did it's Slippy. Slippy was horrible. Fox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because he went from a deep voice, deep-throated voice, yeah. to a kid's voice. Yeah. And then... Uh, Help me! <laughs> and then the, the soundtrack itself changed. They had a different composer that didn't take any sort of riff from the first game in the series, which I loved. And it, it turned into something else. So I had to actually will myself to like this game from the beginning. That okay. game was a hit, though. I mean, oh, it was. Hey, I, I, Einstein, I'm on your side. That, the one thing I did notice, I'm like, <laughs> I wish they changed the, the voice of the frog. They they changed the voice of Falco from the the version that I saw to the the final version. Oh, he weird. was a lot more sarcastic in the original. Really? They had to change because he was super sarcastic yeah. in the retail oh, version. Oh my god! So he was, was so, the original conqueror. He's huh? like, I was saved by Fox. How swell! And he was yeah. like, he was just, it was. <laughs> It was brutally sarcastic. I I actually uh, when Star Fox came out, there was a it was they put it in the demo unit at the Target, and it was the retail version. I I was on break from from one of my classes, and I beat the game at the demo <laughs> unit in a half hour, <laughs> and I didn't buy the game because of that. Because I was wow. like, I just beat the game in the store. F this. Yeah, I'm out of here. But and you didn't I, realize the branching paths. No, I didn't know there was yeah. a branching paths. I just went as fast as possible because it was a demo unit, and I beat the game. And I said that was easy. Yeah, yeah you're slurping your pretzel. And I got my slurping yeah. my pretzel. See I walked up. Target, great land. See you later, Target. I'm going to class. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, but then I bought it. I bought it later because the multiplayer was really fun. But yeah, so like I mean, I hated originally hated Star Fox for for. The wrong reasons, and mm. I, I played it, and I love it. But I played it recently on the virtual console, and yes, you're right. It's wicked easy to to yeah, get to plow, to plow through, through it. it. But then you find the branching paths and try and get through the hard levels. Yeah, you try and do the the tank yeah. level or the some, or of... some of the the hard hard levels just brutal. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, any other cool? Uh... Help me. We have to talk more about the wrestling games. Okay. Yes, we wrestling do. Games. Greg and okay, I need to talk about the wrestling. Okay, well, the let me le- well, actually let me lead it. <coughs> I think I think one of the games that hit the top ten in our decades list. Uh-huh. Was um, and, uh, WCW, WCW NWO No Mercy? Is that what no, it is? No, no, World no. Tour. WWF No Mercy okay. is, no by Mercy. wrestling fans, the, the pinnacle. Yeah. That showed up on our list of the greatest game of the decades for that year. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it made it because we... That's you know, horrible. There was I, put it on, I, I put it on my now list. Now tell yeah, me did. why that game is seen as... Like, uh, it, it, you talk about branching paths. Yeah. That was the money, man. You, right. you had... if you, you, there, you were in these careers, right? And if you lost the match, won the match, it didn't matter. Then you'd see... You had little blocks of white for every match you had done. And then all of a sudden you'd see it cut off to the left or right. It would right. just mm-hmm. branch off. And you then you'd have to go back 
play on your second time through, try to win that match, lose that match, do whatever. They had cutscenes, they had interruptions, they had interviews, they had this had this was the first time ladders were popping up on yep. the N sixty four. There's titles like that. You had the bells. There was the bells. There, there, there were bloods. There was, there was yeah, authentic like the best thing about N sixty four was that there was no load times. So you had entrances now that actually felt like you were watching mm-hmm. you're programming. Because on, on PlayStation, like when they did this first SmackDown, mm-hmm. people came out like you sh- saw like the wrestler's video took over the whole screen, like their normal Titan Tron. Right. And then they would just walk out of nowhere. <laughs> and they were just walking to nowhere yeah. with the video playing behind them. But then there was a stop and there's a giant load. <laughs> and this one it was just back to back. You were in the match, you were playing, it was amazing. Yeah. And the creative character in that yes. thing. Creative the creative character, character was you, my absolute favorite thing in there because 100%. Vader wasn't in the game. Uh-huh. They had the costume so you could make Vader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I made Hulk. I you could make anyone. It was it was pretty much it, the start of the creator. In the, for my money, creation. it was the best. It was best well, character. It, yeah, because now it's too complicated. Now yeah. now I can tweak my eye size, do do what yeah. you'd expect, and it's like I can never make somebody look what, the way I want them to yeah. look. And the thing about this one was <laughs> that you had limited options in a, in a sense, yeah, and it was like so these. blurry and polygonal. That exactly, just, like, you could make it look. I remember I made as all wrestling fans at IGN know I. I had a backyard wrestling federation in high school, <laughs> and I made the entire cast of characters, and we looked spot on. And I mean, like, wow, stuff yeah. like you couldn't believe. Like, I, we had a guy who wore uh, camouflage long sleeve shirt, and then a, a Frank Lloyd what right uh, Chicago tour shirt over, it. and it was just a white shirt with the sleeves cut off, and then like an orange logo on the front of a box. And I made it perfectly in this game using yeah. these simple tools. You could, they had so many options, you could make yeah. everyone look the way they needed to look. My Incredible Hulk looked like the Incredible Hulk, and then I try and make him now. It, yeah, it's no. impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. The game was so, and like then they had this awesome. It was the best unlockable system of all time because mm-hmm. you do these things, you get money, and then you could go to the store and buy, you know, Undertaker's old outfit, buy hidden characters, do all this stuff. Now, I mean, we take it for granted stuff like that's in there, but this still had the most streamlined experience of how to do it. Yeah. And the game was so good that. It erased itself three separate <laughs> times for me. Really? Yeah, because like the I was, first run of cartridges had a, de- a, a defect in them, so yeah. this was the problem. And I would uh, eventually I got wise enough to where I'd save everything to my memory cards, yeah. and then like it would erase. I'd go back, try to get a new. Co- I, I was rolling the dice. Yeah. The people at EB didn't, or yeah, Electronics Boutique didn't even believe me at the time because I, I and I had to print out things <laughs> from the internet. So I'm like, see, this is THQ's apologizing for it. It's real. It's happening. Because I was about to say that game was the reason why I bought that third party. <laughs> Because yeah. I wanted to have Hell a memory yeah. card in there and a Rumble Pack at the same time, and that that provided me. Oh yeah, you couldn't. Have yeah, those you couldn't have them both. Were amazing. Those what games were. Do well, wasn't wasn't. Correct me now. if I'm wrong. The, the WCW versus NWO World Tour team is the same team that made. Correct. What happened is after yeah. Revenge, they lost the. They, they lost, picked up the WWF license. Yeah. Lost WCW. So then they made WrestleMania 2000, yeah. which was phenomenal. I mean, it was all it was was Revenge with WWF Re- characters, or yeah. whatever, and things. Amazing game. This is like the one that I tell when I talk about how over the top I am about games to somebody who wouldn't know. This is before the internet was everywhere and before cell phones were like awesome like they are now, right? So what I had is a note card I kept in my car glove box. And on this note card was Best Buy, Target, Walmart, all every store that would carry a video game, their phone numbers. <laughs> so that when I got out of school, I could dial each one of them on my drive uh, home. Because this is also when, like... I remember you guys when I was working retail. In the <laughs> internet, well, you knew how bad it was. Because, yeah. like, release dates were super loose. Yep. It yeah, was like, yeah. I, we might have it this week, might have it three weeks from yeah. now. Every day after school, Did I'd call them. Did you have a fake them. voice so that you would Oh, yeah, I eventually did that, yeah. Okay, cool. well, Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because you could... You had a cell phone in high school? I, oh, you're younger For than emergencies I only. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had, all I had was a pager. No, so I'm, I never it, had a pager. I would I call nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Finally, we're getting to like 
or a week before the release date, I finally call down all the lists and get to a Walmart that said they have it. And I mean, I floor it to this Walmart. <laughs> and I'm driving. I'm, I got this grin on my face. They wouldn't hold it for me, of right. course. This grin on my face. And as I'm driving up, the Walmart's on my left. I'm getting ready to, to get in the left-hand turn lane. I see some kids running. I'm like, oh, that's cute. And I look over, and they're wearing wrestling shirts. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. That's my trampoline. Yeah, I get there, and I sprint to the electronics <laughs> section. Got it. Ran home. Qu- gave the newspapers I needed to deliver the next day to my friend. Said, I'm not coming to school. <laughs> See you later. And sp- st- stayed up till 2 in the morning playing. And woke up at 9 and kept playing all day long. Damn. Wow. You are hardcore. Dude, man, those wrestling games are the business. Wow. Yeah, those I, wrestling games are fun. My, 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 I, I don't really like wrestling games that much. Yeah. Like My favorite wrestling game is the one that Midway brought in the arcade. Yeah, you've talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. one with like, the, the neon yeah. tombstone from Undertaker. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I love that game. I don't yeah. know why. I just do. I, just yeah, I mean, it was like such, it was a blend of so much you could pick up and play. There was sophistication yeah. as far yeah. as learn, knowing when to taunt, when to I mean, we would, we would... Because our, our school, I don't know how other schools were, but you could go off campus for lunch and do whatever you wanted. And my friend my friend Jack lived right around the, the corner. So we would go to his house, eat Top Ramen, drink, and uh, <laughs> play and play uh, uh, WWF. Yeah, for, yeah. We, would skip, we would skip our six-period class to continue playing it. Yeah. And then into the evening. It's crazy. It was it's so, so it was so revolutionary for what was happening because you figure on the other side you had Acclaim who had been making wrestling games for WWF forever, right. and they were still stuck in the hole. Well, now everybody has a different combo. So to do yeah. a stunner or to do an arm lock, you have to do up, down, left, right, yeah. you know, square, circle. Yeah, like, oh, you thing. know what I mean. And this was all just flick the stick, do this, strong grapple, heavy grapple, you're ready to go. Wow, but, of all the games to talk about on the podcast, we spent most of our time talking yeah. about and you, a wrestling. But you know, we, like we, that, I guarantee for right now, that's a touchstone for so many '64 yeah. fans. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even wrestling fans loved that. I mean, I remember that was like, like in high school, I had to wear ties to school because I went to a parochial <laughs> school. And uh, it, every one of my ties was wrestling. And I remember that, and Superman, I'm sorry, wrestling is Superman. And so for the longest time, nobody ever would talk to you about it. But when those games hit, when Revenge hit, kids that I knew know, knew nothing about wrestling would come up and talk to you. Talk your ear off yeah. about that game. Oh, and I got the chair and I hit him and he was bleeding and this was happening. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I know. It's amazing, man. It was really fun. Wow. How come we haven't talked about uh, like Zelda. Mario Kart or Mario Zelda? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Zelda. Ocarina <laughs> or Diddy Kong Racing. Oh God, we got, we're probably not going to get to any reader mail, but... Let this me is just a great. Say, we're having a good one. Well, this we're having a good one. one, but let me send out a reminder. Please send me your questions at nvc at ign.com. We will probably spend more time doing that next week, but for now, we're going to keep talking. I'm about just going to do a blanket statement. Uh, Mario Kart 64 was awesome. Zelda was awesome. Uh, no, <laughs> we need to give Zelda more time. Yeah, Zelda. Zelda and then, uh, okay, okay. Geez, man. you well, know, a lot of people around the office like Majora's Mask better. I think really? that's such yeah. BS. That game sucks. No, well, I mean, I don't think it sucks. Suck. I have it no problem suck. with it, but it's not Ocarina. Ocarina Time is like hated Majora's uh, Mask. near perfect. I mean, like, oh, yeah. there's yeah. not. It was great. I don't even know what you could look at and say they need to do this. I think Majora's Mask had a really great concept of that whole 48 hour thing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, rewind time, yeah. different masks. I think it was a great. I, I had so much fun with Majora's Mask. I loved it. Yeah. I, and my favorite part about it is what I miss from Zelda games nowadays yeah. is that there's no continuation, with the exception mm. of yeah. Wind Waker. Now it's I just DS. think I just think that um, you know it, it definitely it shot as well with the first one. You know, like that whole engine was being reused for yeah, Majora's yeah. Mask, but they did a really good job retelling a story using that same technology. Yeah. And I think that did it use the that four meg expansion thing to kind of I think it did. the second one did the, the first one did the first one did Majora's Mask did that's what yeah Majora's Mask that debuted with Donkey. Kong 64. And I remember so when they brought out that. when they brought out the was it the GameCube disc that had all the games on one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, one that had the, the one that had the problem was Majora's Mask because of that four meg thing. Yeah. Um, but that came out on a separate one anyway. Yeah. That's, I think that's what it was, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's two different GameCube discs, and Majora's Mask is only on one. <laughs> right. And that had problems because of that four meg. Master thing. Quest was on the other bit. Um, the, dude, uh, 
Ocarina was the only was the first game I ever pre-ordered wow. because it was so gold. special well, because you got the gold cartridge and I thought it was going to be uh, you know everyone's advertising that it was going to be a gold cartridge I thought it was going to be the shiny gold yeah. <laughs> from the from the Nintendo days That'd I was like really cool. f yes yeah. this is going to be cool no. and then I got it and it was like this muted. matte yeah. spray painted yeah. gold I was so was disappointed so I still have the best buy bag I bought that with because nice. it came with these little inserts like a little map of the first couple yeah. dungeons and stuff and I just have that like in my Nintendo 64 box I, I was opening it about six months ago when we were moving and I just couldn't believe it I was like whoa and the receipt and it was like that's how important that game was to me at the yeah. time. I was like, I am never getting rid of this stuff. Like, you know, it got me into gaming again. I remember re- reinvigorated everything I loved. I refused about to believe that it was good. I, f- I don't know what my problem was. <laughs> I had some chip in my shoulder, still a Sega fanboy, that I wouldn't play it. I wouldn't like it. And my friends were all like, You're crazy. You have That's to play happened it. to me, too. I got it after it came out. Like, I would two watch months because I watch them. I passed yeah. it up for $15 at a Hollywood video don't going out of business. I, wow. The gold cartridge. The gold yeah. cartridge. Yeah. I, I will say that uh, in the office, because I was working at IGN before it came out, and people were like reading up on the fact that it jumps, you jumped automatically. And you're like, yeah. what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? You, you, they, they're not going to put a button in there to, for you to jump? How's that going to work? That's <laughs> yeah, going to yeah. be stupid. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, eventually yeah. it's like, oh, it's now this standard. Is nice. The it's first time standard. I got to see that game in action when it, it was when a friend of mine had and he was playing through it. And I was like, ah, I don't care about yeah, Zelda. Yeah, yeah. I like Mario. And, uh, and, and he he was doing this quest, which you do later in the game, where you uh, have to run the sword uh, from from something to Big Goron. It's basically across the entire game. Mm-hmm. You have this part of that long fetch quest to get the the, the better sword. And uh, you know he was running from I think like Lake Hylia to Death Mountain, and it's just like watching those environments go by and just like were that whole length. I was like, this is the biggest, yeah. most amazing. I was like, can you go over there? He's like, oh yeah. Like, well, what's that? What's that smoke in the distance? Can you check? Yeah, yeah, you can go there if you yeah. want. Just like I, yeah, mind blowing. The worst thing that happened with that one is my friend was like, finally, it was spring break. He's like, you have to play it. Here it is. Here's the guide for when you want to know how to get secret an extra bottle or whatever. It's like, all right, I started playing it. I played the thing nonstop, and the Friday before we were supposed to go back to school was the SAT. <laughs> <laughs> I did no prep work for that oh, thing. No. Or maybe it was ACT. I don't even remember. But anyways, yeah. I mean, nonstop playing, and then I went in there all blurry-eyed, like, ready to go take the ACT. Got a 1600. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> went, on to, went on to Harvard. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to say the name of this uh, competitor, but I've heard a lot of these old, older editors at another site uh, – complain about ocarina and they've never they've never finished it and they always complain about it because they think it's just a 3d version of link to the past and well, so what's that, the that, with that? that dismisses it as a well, good what's... game this is a, a point He's of contention talking about the editors of nintendo power no <laughs> yeah they hate it but yeah I, and then i've heard that from other people too that it's like oh it's, it's just the same thing well, well, I, what I, 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 are now. Yeah. what well, what, it's, what kind it, of first of all, that's is not that? true. It's not. It's and second complete, of all, even if it was like it true, if it was true, that's not a bad thing to base your game off because yeah, the, yeah. Like the past is fantastic. Yeah. It was the previous game at the time. I mean, <laughs> were they angry because in both games you slice uh, weeds to get coins? I mean, I know there's, there's a pa- <laughs> like, oh, they, they didn't change that. What, they threw it in a pot? The time travel in Ocarina is handled so oh well. Oh, my God. Too. Oh, that's yeah, another that's great awesome. high school Greg story is that we had to write a sample. You're getting grades on them, but you had to write, you know, we were in English, and we had to write our sample uh, college essays. And so they gave out ones that, that you know, you've seen before or whatever. And you're getting right. graded on this. And I got it, and it was, you know, here is a list of a dozen or two dozen novels, you know what I mean, that have d- distinct, you know, pasts and futures. or you know, There's some <laughs> kind of time difference there and how, you know, take them and critique how, you know, the times are different or yada, yada, yada. I, I read none of these books, so I just did it on Ocarina of Time, and <laughs> oh, I'm talking man. about when you come out of the Master Temple or the Time Temple, Temple yeah. of Time, and every, there's zombies there. You had never seen this. Was, this was a bustling metropolis ten minutes ago. <laughs> what has happened to these people? 
crazy. Amazing, dude. That game was so, is there, so good. Is there any other games we should talk about? I mean, well, I mean, you know, as you like mentioned, mentioned Mario, Mario, Kart. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Mario and Kart Mario 64. Awesome. Mario Kart, Mario 64. Mario Kart was great. Um, it was kind of the visuals weren't so good. Mario Kart became one of those those games in college where yep. you would just you would just play nonstop. You'd walk by somebody's dorm and they're like, just, oh, someone's yeah. playing. I just think I didn't. I mean, I, I, I came Kazooie off. We didn't talk about. Yeah, I, came, I came off of um, Mario Kart 64 uh, being a champion. It's Mario Kart. I mean, like, and there's so much strategy involved in that game, and yeah. then they kind of pulled a lot a lot of that strategy out. Double you know, that whole coin thing. Was not in Mario sixty four. I know. Yeah, I, I, I frankly didn't care. I remember. I remember people really lauding the GBA game because it brought the, back the coins. Yeah, um, but I do well, like probably the, you lauding it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I like the some jerk the power sliding was some guy at IGN. The power sliding mechanic was really good though. And I, I'm kind of glad yeah. that came, made made its return in the DS version. But then they kind of screwed that up by allowing snaking. Yep. Mario Mario Kart sixty four IGN eight point one. Wow. I don't know who reviews these things. Fran Mirabella. Can you believe that? No, Fran no, Mirabella is 7.9. I know, he's 7.9. People always double complain dash. about that, but then they don't ever go back and see that it was only .2 better. Wow. 8.1. Wow. I well, well remember, there's low. a big jump between 7.9 and 8.0 in, in the mind. It's not, there shouldn't be a, yeah. a jump. Yeah, uh, of course. It's a B and a C. Super Mario 64, 9.8. Oh, Turok. How are we talking about Turok? Cerebral Watch this, man. We used to, what happened with Turok? It dropped off so fast. There was two more on 64. We used to give each other deadly diseases as our names. So it was like, the AIDS killed you. You were killed by cancer. Oh, man. Yeah, but uh, uh, what was the other? Pilotwing Pilot 64 is still Pilot one of my favorite. I gotta go back and see if it really stands the test of time. Yeah, because I know that the visuals it had probably big environments oh. like with the cannon see, stuff. That's the thing. I, I, cool. I, I'm not a big fan of open world games like GTA or whatever, but I still love the just being able to just go anywhere and do anything in certain games. You know, I mean, it's, it's totally going against the whole idea of open world, but. Um, Pilotwings is a great example. It's like I just love flying around, finding those little caves, flying, see if That's I can make it. That's why I liked cave. Wii Sports Resort. I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm not embarrassed to admit it. I yeah. loved that. I loved flying for those eye points, writing the guide for yeah. that. It was like the best days of my yeah. life. I just sitting, <laughs> like sitting back in my chair and cruising with that Wii mode in the air. Yeah. Everybody walk by, oh, this looks so stupid. I was like, I love it. And apparently, there's like a face of Jesus in one of the textures on in the caverns. Oh man, yeah, that made that was like a big news item on the on the on the internet. Yeah, was that they they had a picture of the this texture huh. in a cave. It's like it's totally Jesus. They just, have a Jesus yeah. in the texture, just like on the toast. Do that's you remember? Uh, sorry to jump back to Zelda though. No, that's but fine. remember uh, during the N64 days when the screenshot started circulating of the link with the Triforce. Yeah. That he had found the Triforce. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. So the this budget little internet just pumping out so many rumors oh. that you <laughs> chase nonstop. I always like going back and looking at uh Ocarina of Time because if you look at Link, like as a kid he looks kinda of funky, but man as an adult, that is the weirdest character <laughs> design. You he has a nose that's like super like you po- should, it's like one triangle. You should go back and, and see some of the, the, the preliminary screens before they even like finished mm-hmm. up the art. Like Link looks so freaking weird. I mean <laughs> seriously it's like two polygons. They thought that looked great back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You should see some of these early art. You always see them from the back, so you don't really notice it. Into, yeah. But if you see a cutscene now, it's like, hey. there's like four polygons in his face, and it looks like it's hey. just a big point in a square. So we have a minute and a half. We have a minute and a half. What other yeah. games do you want to touch banjo, on? Banjo, 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 Banjo. Yes. All right. What about it? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Such a, I just read through <laughs> <laughs> And there's been another <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> voice. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> You know, I just want to say everybody should go read the <laughs> review so of Banjo, Banjo-Kazooie, because Pear wrote a uh, rhyming couplets in the end of it in the style of Banjo-Kazooie, and it's really cute. Aww. Oh, uh, when he reads it, does it go... <laughs> like, is that, what it, is that what he actually wrote? <laughs> 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 
Didn't they, like, apparently in the Xbox port of that, they enabled the thing that they locked out of the... Hell yeah. yeah. Banjo-Tooie. Stop that and swab. Yeah. so angry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, they God, actually did it in Banjo-Tooie, but they didn't like do the full potential. Th- that 360 remake is excellent. I yeah. played through the whole thing, and the last boss in that game is so freaking hard. Like crap. Yeah. If you look at the numbers, it's not yeah, doing it very do well I didn't know you could look at the numbers. Well, you can kind of see who's playing, so yeah. you can kind of calculate oh, okay. it that way. Yeah, I, I, I love, I love that it. Game. Yeah. It's so good. It looked good on the 360 too. Like it, that game holds up pretty. That was the well. second game I ever pre-ordered. Three, I, was, I put seconds. Tetris Thirty seconds. 30 seconds. Uh, I put what uh, are the puzzle I, games? Tetris Sphere, Pokemon Puzzle League, Doctor Mario sixty four, Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island. Well, Tetris was interesting because it was a port of a Jaguar game that never came out. Oh, what was that awful Yoshi game? Yeah, uh, that was like Yoshi's, Yoshi's Island. Island. No, Yoshi's not Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Safari. Yoshi's no, no, no. Yoshi's Pokemon Snap! How are we not Yoshi's talking about story. Pokemon Snap? Yoshi's not- Story. That's Yo- what it was. Boo. Bad. Pokemon oh, yeah. Snap. Yeah. Pokemon Stadium. I Pokemon, loved that. Pokemon Snap is good. I know. Yeah. I'm, no, I wasn't yeah. saying it's yeah. bad. I'm saying I can't. What about Stadium? We just fought over and over again. It was uh, the first 3D Pokemon. Well, clearly we come to the consensus that there's a ton of games on the N64 oh, man. Yes. that we should I actually just revisit. They the called surface. it the fun machine. Yes. yes. <laughs> but uh, Shadows of the what, Empire. Shadows. Oh my oh, God! Man. Shadows of the Empire was awesome. <laughs> anyway, hey guys, this has been a really cool. fun yeah, yeah. podcast. Yes. Um, I wish we could do another Nintendo 64. Maybe we can one. for 128. Oh, we got to do 64 more podcasts before we can do that. You can just jump ahead like TRL. Let's yeah, just sure. do them right now. <laughs> Let's do it right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Scott. Yeah, thank Sam, you. Sam. Thank you. Craig Way. A lot of fun. Craig we'll see you next week.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.